ready to roll, ready to roll here on the week 15 edition of the Sunday Card. Danza Pub, Maddie Ice, Maddie C. Matt Silvath, the great communicator, the great producer, Lewis, Farrakhan, Paracon, Lemon Pepper Lou, Caribou Lou is in the building for another edition. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the guy is untouchable. Lou Paracone winning another bet the narrative. Maddie Ice having not just a good week, a excellent four and one week. And then there's me just holding everybody down. But we're going to get better. I promise you, we're going to get better. Uh, little word of note. Your boy did contract the virus that's going around. Um, you might have heard of it, uh, COVID. But I feel fine. I'm a little hurt. But we play through the pain. It's week 15. It's December football. Everybody's hurt. Everybody's banged, bruised up, black and blue. But we trudge on forward, Matthew Silberth. Welcome, my friend. We are going to need two negative tests before this goes out, before you are allowed to hit the air. Mm. But, you know just protocols just protocols but i'm uh, glad you're doing well uh, glad i am picking favorites now and winning go go figure uh our, our good buddy chris kutso once said you bet on the good teams and they and they come through for you and man oh man i've been on the r- wrong side of that bears packers game far too many times <laughs> and it just felt nice to not be that sucker that had the bears plus 10 sitting there at halftime just with a lead 13 points to cover but not feeling good about it at all. I didn't, I wasn't worried with that, that bad man on my side this time. My new I, I was very much sweating when they got the onside or whatever. And when they got the ball back on the onside kick, that happened so many times this weekend, the giants onside kick gave us a shot to cut to backdoor cover. Didn't happen. We're going to talk about the freaking Ravens and that head-to-head, <laughs> which made me want to throw up three times. But, uh, Maddie, huge week for the favorites. The favorites, what, I mean, tw- was it 12-2 and two or no, 11-3 uh, and three for the favorites? 11-3 and three after the other yeah, Rams game, because you said you tweeted out from the account 11-2 and two after Sunday night, so. Right. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. What a hell of a week for me to finally – I haven't picked three favorites. I don't think that all this year. Right. I've done that once this season. <laughs> I mean, for, I, I think I, I picked – did I pick all – did I pick four? I think I picked four favorites. Four. To have the only favorite that won but didn't cover and the Browns, which was horrendous, picking the Raiders – Picking the Cardinals, like the so like, what are the odds of that yeah. even happening? You know, on a week where eleven actually covered, so that grinds my gears a whole lot. But Maddie, we got lucked out a little bit because our mind meld barely covering both mind melts, barely covering with the 49ers as well uh, against Cincinnati who tried to give that away so badly. And I don't feel any better about the 49ers than I did going in. No, I mean, to have, I'll say, I, I must've been feeling good about Roger in the end because I felt impenetrable after surviving two overtime games going simultaneously. Not, you know, I, I don't remember that happening for a long time in the NFL. So having, having both those games, which again, both looked like they were in our back pocket. All of a sudden we're both, we're in overtime in both of them. 
Uh, obviously, Brady comes out with the the great 700th touchdown pass. Go figure. This guy is just storybook, perfectly written script for everything that he does. So uh, Brady with that one, and then uh, and then the Niners came through for us um, in in a much uglier needing the touchdown and Brandon Ayuk flying like Superman from the five yard line was was pretty incredible. Jimmy Garoppolo physically tried to give that game away, threw it into the hands of about three different Bengals in the fourth quarter and gave me Ajuda, the likes of which you don't want to have when you have COVID. So it was very, very stressful, but we got it done. We needed the Bucks. We got the Bucks. It was the bet the narrative. It wins again. I don't know how you keep doing this, Lewis. I, I'm starting to think that, you know, Pigs are gonna fly soon with you. It's the crystal ball. I got I got Roger Goodell on the phone. You know, he, <laughs> he listens to the show. He goes, "Oh, this is about the narrative. We got to cover that for Lou." That's that's it. That's the whole thing. It's easy enough. It's not crazy, you is, know. Is and that... also, we don't bet bad teams. <laughs> Case in point, this weekend we do not bet bad teams. Jets, Lions, uh, Panthers. By the way, Panthers the are o- dead. The, the Put only them in a coffin. The only team on Sunday that won outright as an underdog. Atlanta Falcons. Thank you very much. And I I need you to say this. You texted me something Publicly. prior to the one o'clock games that you put a money line wager on what team? The Atlanta Falcons. That Thank would be you Falcons. very much. Uh, they deserve a lot of respect. They deserve, uh, I deserve a lot of respect for always sticking by the Atlanta Falcons, no matter what, through thick and thin, we're back. It, it's, it's a sickness, but right now, you know, in, in partially, uh, that sickness is building up your immune system and, and building up the Falcons immune system. They are really, they are what, a game out of a wild card spot? They aren't done yet. I told you they're in the hunt. They are playing for something. They aren't one of these teams that's rolling over and dying. They're not firing their offensive coordinator halfway through the season and starting a bum at quarterback. Matty Ice has a little bit of magic left in it. Um, let's just oh, review. It, I was say I just had in the money line parlay. I mean, we get Atlanta on it. I was so happy. And we could we'll that. go right to this game as far as the weekend yeah. review. Because this we is, talk I about mean, it. get your sickness up now. Cause this I, there is no reason that the Ravens should be covering on the number on the hook on Ugh. two and a half. The least, you know, not a key number, not the number you want, but it freaking finds a way. The worst part about that is the Browns had missed a field goal in the second half that could have just put it away. And Tyler Huntley, it wasn't even like it was Lamar. It was Tyler freaking Huntley. They win that game if Lamar keeps playing. They win that game outright in the money line. Oh, yeah. Hits. No Easy. doubt about it. No doubt about it. And this was actually – so maybe I willed this, but I actually oh. did not bet the parlay for the first time this year because I couldn't because I said I'm, I'm on the Browns. I'm on the Browns. I can't bet the Ravens. But I did bet the Falcons money line so that you know had some that's that's the reason why okay i understand the rationale now but uh, i 
I'm a little disrespectful that you didn't. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I understand. You can't have both sides. Listen, both listen, sides. listen. I mean, maybe head jumping. I don't know. You would have been screwed both. You've been screwed screwed both ways. Anyway, exactly. So. so I cut my losses. That was one of the worst things. Not only did the Browns I cover, but the the touchdown at the end killed the under the weather. Absolutely yep. killed it. I mean, double whammy. Oh, that's like Jimmy Graham last year in the playoffs. Like, it, <laughs> don't I, say, don't bring that up right it, now. It was bad. One, Dan. It was bad though. It was oh. that. That's why I want you to feel like that's how I feel. I'm looking at the TV, just like son of a bitch. Like I just can't believe that that just happened. So brownies uh, for me lose for Maddie wins head to heads. What are we this year? Uh. I had totally blocked Jimmy Graham out of my head. I cannot believe you said that. Um, So we are three and two in head-to-heads. I'm three and two in our head-to-head matchup. So that one one pushed me over the edge. We were tied. Um, And then Mike said, mind melds. Our mind melds on the season, 13, nine, and one on mind melds for the year. 56%, which is how you turn profit. That's pretty. See, two heads are better than one. Pinky and the brain. This is what yeah. we do. Pinky and the brain. Yes, Pinky and the brain. One is a genius, the other's insane. You know, I mean, so San Francisco covers barely in overtime. Green Bay covers. Thank God, last second uh, interception for the Packers. Um, as we talked about, Baltimore covers against Cleveland. Dummy pick on Monday night, absolute square pick, was the squarest of picks for me in Arizona and the Rams cover. Uh, almost got Arizona late there again with the onside kick, but to each their own. And the Raiders was just a terrible pick as well. The Raiders, I mean, I don't even want to talk about it. I mean, that's, that, that is moving on, moving on. Don't want to discuss it. Don't want to talk about it. The dead team, and we could blow right by the Giants as well. Even though yeah, they, kind, they actually kind of had, had a chance, a, a freaking chance. But I mean, God, they really got to keep trotting Mike Lennon out there. I mean, just give Jake. I, he got well, he got it at the end of the game, right? And hey, like handed the ball off from, but give Jake from a chance. She's like, stop uh, putting Mike Glennon <laughs> out there. God, we know what Mike Glennon is. Oh, man. Nobody ever said those words before. Give Jake from a chance. Like it hasn't been said in his professional career, at least. Not once, not never. Not once, not never. Um, so what ends up happening is uh, I go two and three. Maddie goes four and one, as we said. Maddie, you are in the green, 35, 34, and one. Congratulations, you're above 500. Um, I am 33, 36, and one right now as we speak. I'm, you know, we're pulling ahead here. We're separating, we're separating the distance here over the final closing weeks. Don't Big four in one week. I need, an, I got another four in week, one week coming for you, Dan. Oh, he's already talking. Don't leave me. Like that's what I'm, I'm getting nervous now. I gotta, I gotta pull, pull my, pull myself up by my bootstraps and rock and roll. Lewis is like dominating all of us. He's like 11 I, and one. But, we need well, to have him give us more than one. Yeah. I only yeah. made one pick. It's not like you're making it up to be like, I'm doing some crazy, you know, voodoo work over here. No, no. Going 11 and one is yeah. crazy. Yeah, That's it's crazy. a little magical. We, we got to stick magical. to the one game because clearly when I give you other ones, I don't, I'm not positive. They never hit. So, right. Like oh, yeah. Have we, have we followed up on? You okay. said Pittsburgh last week and that was a terrible, I mean, they almost had a chance at the end too on yeah, Thursday night. There's, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, so what are you going to do? Stick with the one pick. It's what works. It's what's 11 and one. Um, by the way, the under the weather loses again, scumbag Ravens. 
Uh, so it's six and nine now. Moneyline Parlay is four and ten, but we are still at twenty three point seven units, Maddie. So still doing quite well, saving us. Maddie's really been carrying uh, the two of us this year. I can sense. So I'm going to try and do my best for week number fifteen. So Maddie, with you winning last week, pick or punt. I, I am punting. I just I need to think. I need to follow you a little bit this week because again, as much as I was just saying four and one, I just. So I have a theme for my, I, you know, I like, we like to do some themes. We're a little Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde this week. I got to, I got to, mm. I'm, I'm fighting against, uh, I have the new me who likes to bet favorites and wins going four and one. And then there's just the old me just sees these dirty dogs and just wants to take them. And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm weighing, I'm balancing here. If there was ever a week to not bet the favorites, it's gotta be this week. Because the, the books lost so much money. It was such a public week last week. The Sharps will be angry. They're out for blood. You have to get back. We sensed it, too. We said, I like favorites this week. I like favorites this week. It felt off. It felt like an off week last week. This week does not. This week feels like it is. Good. people are going to get absolutely slaughtered because they're going to take some massive favorites, and we're not going to do that. Um, at least I'm not going to do it. So, but actually there is a possibility that I do it here, but for specific reasons, I need help with my fifth pick. That's what okay. I need help with. So I'm imploring you because I'm either going to get a square dog here, or I'm just betting on a team that has not, has not faltered like once this year and betting against a very injured team. So the Green Bay Packers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay against Baltimore. I mean, I, I, it's five and a half points right now. And I just, at this juncture, because I don't know what Lamar, if Lamar's playing or not, don't know if I can take it, but I still feel like Green Bay didn't play great last week. They got lucky to cover but the Ravens are incredibly banged up. And are they going to be able to stop the passing attack of Rodgers? I don't know. My other team is, it's like, you know, I can't quit you. And it's a square dog. I just don't know how my Patriots are underdogs this week in Indianapolis. I just don't know. And it's the worst pick because it's all the money is in on Indianapolis and all the bets are on New England. They're just such a public dog. And I don't want to pick them. I hate everything else. I hate everything else. I want to go Philly minus seven. It was minus five yesterday. Like yeah. I have nothing like it's it. The value is gone. Like, I am lost. So I'm leaning Green Bay, but I don't know. It's funny you say about Philly because I like they were they were going to be there for me at like four and a half, five. And I, I agree that seven is too much now. Uh, man, I'm right there with you with both of these. I feel like uh, start with Green Bay. I mean, that's another team, all the tickets, all the money. And they haven't wavered. They're so good. The Ravens are just battered. And it, either – Either Lamar plays and he's fighting through a high ankle sprain and probably can't run effectively or as effectively as he's capable of, or you get Tyler Huntley. So you feel even better about it. I don't, I don't even know which one of those scenarios is better. I'll probably Lamar off of the field, but you also then think like with the Packers having not been knocked off yet, like this is such a Harbaugh with a backup quarterback time for them mm-hmm. to sh- like come in and kind of shock, you know, shock America this week and say, wow, like I like, but do they really have 
the other pieces around it. No Marlon Humphrey. Like they're so banged up at corner. How do they keep up with Rodgers? I'm right there with you on that. And then New England, I I don't want to bet them either, but I just think uh, the Colts have losing pedigree. The Colts are they're <laughs> losers. Like they just this is what they do. This is storybook. I feel like you have winning pedigree right now with Bill. And then you've got the Sharps favorite because the numbers and the defensive line of the Colts. But when it comes to crunch time, I really don't want Carson Wentz going against Bill Belichick. Mm. Like That kills me. Yeah. That's, I don't know. That's, that's the conundrum here. And I'll say this. I think that the matchup is bad for the Patriots. Right. Because the run game of the Colts um, not specific to the outside run game, but the interior run game is really, it's, it's problematic. And then on the defensive side of the ball for the Colts, they're so fast. They just close, the linebackers just close so quickly, whether it's Leonard, whether it's Okarike, with I mean, you have so many guys like that. I love, and they're playing on the road in, in Indianapolis on a primetime game, like Saturday night, it's a short week. Now nah, I got to go with Rogers here. I got to take the Packers. I'm going to take the Packers. I'm going to swallow it. I freaking hate that. I can't trust the Patriots, but they're on a seven game win streak. And part of me is like, I'd almost rather have them lose at some point. That way the season uh, all of a sudden resharpens your focus Buffalo next week for probably the division because Buffalo is playing an awful team this week and they're probably going to win. So uh, in Carolina. So to me, I would rather stick with, Rodgers against a banged up secondary in Baltimore and the defense is not really that great anyway and the Ravens can't score points so and I think the Packers defense needs to show up this week because of their horrible performance on on Sunday night and defense and special teams almost killed them but what happens it's all covered up it's all fine don't worry about it don't look over here because Aaron Rodgers got taken care of it baby it's all good it's all good in the hood doppelgangers will be out give me the Packers minus five and a half if I can make you feel better, we're we're just gonna mind meld this right now. Okay, fantastic. I, this, this is I, again. I also I have six picks written down, kind of say yeah, same thing as you, really. Six picks written down, and I like got to get rid of one of them, and I can't really decide. And yeah, I mean the Patriots are one of those teams. I think they might. I don't know. We're gonna see yet. I think that's getting kicked in the curb, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Packers with you because Aaron Rodgers is my new best friend. He's my new best friend now. <laughs> I, I have learned you just bet out, bet with Aaron Rodgers, and you have a much better time. You have a much more fun time. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Then when you go against him and he, and he kills you. But yeah, I, I think that this is maybe like something that we're overthinking. Like no Lamar, the, the, they're 31st in passing yards allowed. And that mm. was, those are numbers that counter like Marlon Humphrey, top 10 cornerback in the league. Like they are banged up right now. I do not see how this defense keeps up. Uh, they're playing in Baltimore. So obviously you could have the weather there, but I less effects of like weather preventing Rodgers from airing it out. Like, I don't know. Maybe they could come out the slow this game, but I agree. I think the defense is going to take care of it and Rogers and it's, I mean, we just got all the tickets and the money on our side, but I think this is the one that, that we got to ride with as far as public. Agreed. Agreed. You got a friend in me, Aaron Rodgers. I love you. Um, number four for me, this is a clearly just a play that I, I didn't do this last week. And the only reason I did it was because Lewis said, bet the narrative on the Bucks, So we had to do it. 
fade the Monday night winner. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks plus four and a half against the Rams. I think that this, this is the time now. Seattle has turned me. Seattle has turned me around with them. They are starting to figure out how to run the football and play offense uh, and a more complimentary offense to what they need to do. This happens every year. The Seahawks come out and they let Russ cook and they throw it all over the place, this, that, and the other, and they have explosions and fireworks and this and that. This year just so happened that Russ got hurt and, you know, they had that long stretch where they played pretty horrible, uh, but held the ship down. Then he comes back off injury. They figure out, oh, we have to run the ball again because it's December, and they figure out how to do it. The Rams, great win for them on Monday night. No question about it. Beating the Cardinals. Makes me feel a little bit worse about the Cardinals. I got to tell you, a little bit sus, as they say, with the Cardinals. So I'm, I'm feeling the Rams, uh, and they're playing really good football as of late. But I think the Seahawks can just stay in the game. Again, this was another number that came way down. I think it was at like six or seven earlier mm -hmm. in the week. Yep. And now is now at four and a half. So still above that key number of four. And I think that that's key for me. I think Seattle actually has a chance to win this game. So I'm going to go Russ Wilson uh, cooking up a storm in L.A. A short week for the Rams off of a high. And uh, I'm going to take the divisional dog. I like that pick, Dan. I really do. That was that's how it's that's a lean for me. Uh, and it's same thing, like kind of just storyline right there. And there's a reason, like we didn't really trust the Rams last week. They came out, they played well, but yeah, I just feel like Seattle's a team that's gonna that's gonna give them some problems. Um, and it, it's they're going into Seattle, correct? I think it's in L.A. Oh, sorry, it is in L.A. Um, but that's, I mean. That's still no problem. I mean, obviously, love Russ and this teaser piece. I, I can't say it enough. I, every time you mention the Seahawks, you could tease them up, especially as they're a dog. Like getting Russell Wilson over ten points, I think is is, is pretty safe bet. Um, but I like I like this pick a lot. I think it's the right time to to go back against the Rams. Go back. I have a feeling. I have a feeling we're going to be a Patriots Seahawks teaser this week. I just oh got a smart feeling about that this week. Oh, hate the sounds of that. Mm. So, so for my fourth pick, this is where we get the. Mr. Hyde and we're starting to go back and <laughs> we sh I shouldn't even make us talk about this game but there's one team that has a dead man coaching for him and he has a, a squad full of losers <laughs> on his even his coaching staff and we gotta fade this I mean this guy is so checked out how are they three and a half point favorites in the absolute toilet ball of all toilet bowls we are taking the Houston Texans plus three and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, brave. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Davis Mills, not the best. But last two starts, he's gotten a little bit better. He's, he's 62 uh, on 87 pass attempts for 71.3%. He's thrown for 640 yards and three touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence, on the other hand, leading that offense, has only scored 64 points in the last seven games. That's 9.1 points per game. I mean – we only need another six. We only need one touchdown out of Davis Mills plus the three and a half to cover that number. So I know it's gross. Um, and there's another great trend from uh, our, our friends at Action Network who give out the most fantastic trends. Um, going back to 2003, road dogs uh, on three-game losing streak, which the Texans are on, that open up between plus three and plus six are 42 and 27. Uh, it's a 61% return. So, you know, team, it's, it's stumbling a little bit, but they beat this team early in the year. Obviously, they beat them with Tyrod Taylor. 
Davis Mills is at least getting his feet under him a little bit while Trevor Lawrence and, and that team, it like, they just look dead. They just got shut out against like not that great of a defense Yeah, in the Titans. I mean, yes, like the off the defensive line got after him, but I, I said, if there's anything Houston's got, you could, you could rush the passer a little bit. So we're going to take the Texas plus three and a half. Don't even put it on. I don't want to see it on red zone. Just hopefully it cashes for us is all. This is going back to the old me and just betting dirty dogs. You're a hundred percent corner TV game, Maddie. Back. This is the corner TV game. I mean, it's not all close. Listen, the Texans did us good in the beginning of the year, week one, by cashing this. That was the easiest bet of my entire life. Was Texans as a three point dog at home against the Jags. Um, now they're going on the road. The problem for me in this game is that they're the biggest, they're going to be the biggest public dog of the week. I mean, are, are they not? I mean, everybody's going to see Jacksonville is yeah. a three and a half point favorite. Everybody's going to see that and be like, bong, right there. Bing bong. Hello. It's going to be Houston. Um, that's the only thing I don't want any part of being on anything public except for the Packers uh, this week. So I, uh, I begrudgingly, have to decline any comment about it. Okay. I hate it either way. Okay. Disgusting. Okay. I know. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's putrid. It really is. <laughs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, number three. Oh, as soon as I saw this, I said, yep, my numbers are going to tell me that this is going to be the team to take. Um, home dog. Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus two against the Titans. Got to take it. A hundred percent. Well, what are we feeling? What are we feeling about this? Are we feeling the Mike Tomlin spot as a home dog? Are we feeling it? We're feeling it. We're feeling it. This is, this is, oh, this is my third pick as well. Um, Let's go. We're mind melding again. This is, this is another, this is another mind meld for us. Boom. Yeah, it, it is. It's a Tomlin spot. It's this Titans team. Like they, I mean, they should have beat the Jaguars by 42 last week and they just kind of, they messed up a lot. Like they, they, they should have put a lot more performance on this offense has not like been good since they lost Derrick Henry. Um, go ahead, Dan. This was your pick. You, you said that. Yeah, give give no, me what I'll, you're feeling on this. You just like I, the spot. I, I love the spot. Tickets are split 68% of money on Pittsburgh though. And I love that. Um, Tomlin's great as a dog, but better as a dog after week five, 35, 13 and one against the spread after week five as a dog, even better at home as a dog, 13, three and two Tennessee offense completely overrated the last three weeks. They're 28th in yards per attempt. They're 29th in passer rate. They had just 3.8 yards a play against the Jacksonville Jaguars last week. Only won that game 20 to nothing, 37 sacks allowed by the Tennessee front. And I, I, I am imploring Tennessee. If they want to win this game, they have to run the football. Here's the problem. Pittsburgh's run defense is atrocious. There's no question about that. But since Henry's injury, the Titans have only had one instance in the last five weeks where their leading rusher had more than 47 yards, Mm. 47 yards for the last five weeks. They haven't had anybody have more than 47 yards. Ironically, that one game that they did was against the Patriots, which was amazing, but Pittsburgh defense, Weakness is rush defense. I just don't trust Tennessee to run the ball. I don't trust them to run the ball. And if you're giving up 37 sacks, guess exactly how many sacks the Steelers have this season. 37 sacks. 
tied for second in the league. Pittsburgh makes this a shootout. They'll win the game outright. I love the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, what Big Ben did in that second half last week against Minnesota was really like, wow, like he's he just still got it in him, I guess. I like He was slinging that ball in the second half because uh, I had the Vikings and I, I was – was at work and like missed that missed his whole run that he made in like the third and fourth quarter uh, until I got home later on. But uh, Pittsburgh also, these teams have played the last four years. Pittsburgh has won straight up and against the spread in all four matchups that they played wow. since 2017. So I just, I just like the, you know, coaching matchup. These teams know each other. Like you got to take the Steelers. You have uh, TJ Watt and Joe Hayden. Both are having a chance to play um, on Sunday. If Watt plays, we love this pick. Um, yeah. I, I can't agree that this is just a great spot. You take the defense at home versus, again, a struggling offense. Just one thing. No more freaking first down signals, Chase Claypool, please. For the love of God, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. He's he's bad. He's he's one of the worst. He's on, the, he's on like the Odell list for me. He is just the worst. Just cares more <laughs> about himself than anything else. Um, number two. Going into the second pick, I have a feeling you're probably going to like this pick, Maddie. I really do. Because I think that as even of a matchup as this is, I believe in the Denver Broncos. I believe in the Stallions of the West beating the Bengals on Sunday. They are now two and a half point favorites, locked them in at two but I still feel really good about Denver going into this game. The reason why is the Denver offensive line. I think the Denver offensive line should neutralize any Cincinnati pass rush that comes their way. I can't say the same thing for Cincinnati. Cincinnati's 41 sacks that their offense has surrendered. Joe Burrow is getting murdered, murdered every time he goes out. Denver has to establish the run. They've been a top five rush team uh, in terms of yards per carry all season. Get this too. Last three weeks, Denver offense has come to life. Third down conversion rate, they're second in the league the last three weeks. Red zone conversion rate, they're fourth in the league the last three weeks. They've been outstanding. And I don't want to bring any bad juju upon Joe Burrow. But just in case you didn't know, the first seven games for Joe Burrow, He averaged 279 yards, two and a half touchdowns, 1.1 interceptions. The last six, his numbers have decreased. The last six games, he went from 279 to 254. He went from two and a half touchdowns to 1.3. And he's still at 1.1 interceptions per game. So to me, got to go Broncos here at home, even though the Bengals have been road warriors, they have not won, they've won one road game since week number nine so to me i love the broncos in this spot minus two and a half they cover yeah i agree this isn't i I thought about putting this on my list uh it's a lean for me uh i I just you know try not to put the broncos in my picks if i don't have to uh (laughs) and i had some other ones i like this week but yeah i I do really like that i just think i think the defensive scheme matches up better you know uh, broncos are, are very good at taking away that deep ball making keeping everything underneath um the too high safety look that they do most of the time and um I think that's going to work against the Bengals. I really do. Cause that's what you saw them bangle. Obviously they were, they were trying to get back into that game last week. So, but Burrow was able to hit Higgins down the field really well and chase down the field really well. And I think that they're, they're going to be able to take that away, make, you know, make Burrow have to, to move it with a quicker passes 
uh, and hopefully get after him with the pass rush if they try and take a shot. So uh, I do. Yeah, I like this pick a lot. Broncos have won two out of three. They've won four of their last six. I think they have a real shot at the playoffs. Who wants the AFC North, ladies and gentlemen? Who mm. wants it? You got the Ravens banged up. The Steelers got to go play the tough Titans team. This Bengals team in Denver. The Browns have no, may not have a coach or a quarterback or anybody playing against the Raiders. Like, who wants the division? I don't know. Kind of feels like the Pittsburgh Steelers might just be really right Can back in this conversation, that? like after this week. It kind of, it's kind of feel like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, there the rest of the, how the rest of that division is looking. Um, number two for me. This is where we're going back to what, literally what worked last week. We're going back to the well, and this is another situation like the Packers picked last week, where I would always be on the other side of this game. But I just don't think the New Orleans Saints are going to be able to score any points wow against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I do not think that they are going to be able to move the ball with that offense that they are running right now with Taysom Hill and and just requiring them to move the ball from from the line like they there's no air yards in that offense at all it's it's runs and it's screen passes to Camara and, and that's about it um obviously this is a side again this is a side we always put the Saints we took the Saints earlier this year and it worked they won outright it happened twice last year, obviously not include not in the playoffs, but I, this the fact that this number hasn't come down more for me too. It's been sitting at ten and a half all week, and it's actually getting sharp money on it. They're actually getting more money than the tickets they are. The Bucks are. I just the Saints aren't scoring the the times that the Saints have beaten the Bucks in these past few years. They scored thirty six points, thirty eight points, thirty four points, thirty four points. Third, that last one was before the Brady era still. This team isn't scoring like 17. I just I just don't think that this offense is really going to be capable against this defense putting up points because the weakness of the Bucks is the passing game. And you can't like go ahead. Go ahead and throw the ball with Taysom Hill. To whom? To absolutely <laughs> nobody. So I think this is a number that everybody sees. You take the Saints because they've been good recently, but I think this is full Brady revenge right here. I think Brady just takes it out on him this week. I 10 and a half is a massive number to lay, but we just love betting favorites. Now we just, we absolutely love it. We really liked the bucks last year in this exact spot off the loss early in the year to the saints on the road, played the saints on a Sunday night last year. Uh, everybody really liked the bucks. And they got flattened. Now, granted, last year is last year, and they're playing with, you know, however Drew Brees was able to play, he played. And, uh, and, and to this instance, actually, if I remember correctly, did Drew Brees even play in that game? I, I may, he might have come back in that game. I, I'm not sure. Okay. But regardless, it's just a lot of points. <laughs> like, that's, I know. That's, that's my one concern is like, yeah. Um, can you hold them to 28 and, and get to 20 or can you hold them to, to 27 and get to 17? You know, like uh, that's my, that's a cover. What is it? 10 and a half now, right? Ten that's and a half. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of points, man. I just, Godspeed with you with that one. I was very close to taking the saints, but I reluctantly took it out because I said, you know, if Tampa really is getting sharp money, it's not anything I want to mess with. Cause I'm not taking a sharp, 
I'm not messing with sharp guys when they're taking a huge favorite like that. No, right. sir. Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the same thing. Like I said, it, it does it does worry me a little bit Brady in prime time because I know I, I haven't I was able to find like the numbers on it today, but like I feel like that's that's been a narrative I've been hearing recently is Brady has slipped up in some of these like later night games, you know, passes bedtime or whatever it is. But um yeah, again, I when I that was really like what the big thing for me is seeing how how they beat them in the past years and it was outscoring them, it was in these shootouts. I just, I just, again, I don't think that Saints, the Saints team is capable of competing in shootouts right now. They're just not built for it. No, they're not. They need to keep this on the ground. They need to keep this a defensive struggle is what they need to do. And we'll see, because I'll be honest, as I love praising Tom Brady, obviously he's given me great joy over the years. I didn't think he looked very good in the second half of that game against Buffalo. I really didn't. I, I thought he missed a lot of opportunities. Uh, obviously had one big clutch throw, you know, for the win, but, you know, I hope that Brady is not at the point where he's starting to, you know, feel the fatigue of the season or maybe trying to conserve for the playoffs. They know that it's there. Like, I don't know. I would think that the Bucs try to really run the football uh, a lot here, but who knows? Um, so we'll find out. We'll find out Sunday night when the Saints uh, come marching into Tampa. Should be a lot of fun. Okay. Number one. You know, Matt, I give you a lot of crap on this show, and you are beating me. I give you a lot of crap for a lot of things. But I know when to take my medicine, too. Okay? I can't believe I'm doing this. Atlanta Falcons plus nine against the 49ers. That's what we're taking. That's what we're taking. We have to do it. We have to do it. Who are the 49ers to get nine And it's a mind melt. And, and it's, it's a, a mind, mind. I knew it was coming. And it's a I number one mind melt. It had to be. It had to be. It had Lou to just be. quit I the mean, podcast. Yep. Sorry, Lou. Sorry, Lou. I just that I, I, that's all I can say is uh, Falcons plus nine is it's too many points. Who are the 49ers beginning? Like, what a drastic leap I feel like we've taken in one week. Yes, they've been like the, the, the Niners have been rolling more, but like, what a leap to take where they were like, opening his dogs in the last matchup. The line moves all the way up to where they're barely a, sh- a short favorite. Uh, they almost let that team come back on them at the end. It's like the Falcons are competing. The Falcons are here. They're competing. They If they have Cordero Patterson healthy, they are lethal. Matt Ryan's having a pretty good season. Like <laughs> nine points, way too many. It's also a spot play um, like Tomlin with the Steelers. Against Shanahan as a favorite, 12, mm-hmm. 23, and one uh, as, as the 49ers head coach. Eight and 11 straight up the last two years. As four, four, and fi- four, 15, and one against the spread as a home favorite. Oh, four, oh. 15, and one. Got to do we're it. Talking at, we're talking a nine point spread. Uh, also, San Francisco has not beaten Atlanta since 2015. It's been a while. Um, so, this might be a money line play. <laughs> it might be. I think it might. I, I freaking hate that I have to do this. I, but I'll tell you, I love it. Uh, oh, I know it brings you joy to watch me have pain. But the last three weeks, I'll say this about the 49ers defense. They stink. 49ers defense the last three weeks, 29th in opponent's completion percentage, 28th in opponent's passer rate, 107.6. 
107.6 against the pass, passer rate. I think also Dean Pease. Dean Pease is the key to the, to the Atlanta Falcons defensive fronts. He is, is cooking up confusing defenses. He's using what he has. Do they have talent on defense? Not a lot of it, but he's using the scheme. And that's what's really helping out the Falcons a lot here. 49ers offensive line putrid against Cincinnati, gave up five sacks. Also this, Atlanta, last six road games against the spread, five and one. Last 10 in December, seven and three against the spread. Didn't know that. Atlanta's I like these a, numbers. I like these numbers you're throwing at me, Dan. Atlanta's a December football team. The Atlanta Ooh. Falcons plus nine against the 49ers. I mean, I can't, I can't say enough good things about this and talk about if you don't want to be on the side of the public right now, 49ers, 74% tickets, 90% money on that big of a spread. I mean, wrap it up, put it in your wallet, <laughs> head to the window and cash that ticket right now. And you definitely sprinkle a little bit on the money line. They're not in the parlay. I didn't, it's a little, it's, it's rich. It's a big game. I'm trying to, be a little more strategic because this it is a long shot for them to win outright. We will say that obviously nine point spread, but the value as a standalone that is more than good enough because it's got. I mean, I haven't looked at it. it's got to be plus two twenty five if I had to guess plus three hundred. Oh, look at a! I thought I got it plus three hundred when it was plus nine and a half, so it might be a little lower than that now. What a genius you are! Um, yeah. yeah, I just I I freaking love that you're betting it. Yeah, no plus three twenty five. There you go. Go ahead and put a responsible amount of money on that. And let's go. Number one mind though. It's gonna happen two weeks in a row. We have one no. and, and we have three this week. We Green have Bay. Pack. We have Green Bay. We have Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and we have Atlanta. And we have Atlanta. Well, might parlay all three. <laughs> uh, week, when I was going back to the numbers, week 10, we had four mind melts. The mind melts went three and one that week. Bang! My, they've been getting better as the season goes along, obviously, 2 0 last week. So, might just be getting cooking here, folks. We might just be getting cooking here. We're not doing the thing. We're taking all the dogs. We got to take some of the favorites. We're picking our spots. Two headed dragon. That's what we are. Two headed dragon. Lewis probably hates that pick of the Falcons. He might like it. I don't know. He might um, edit this out of the show and not let us go public. I already did. I, I stopped recording. You guys were listening. Oh, good. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good. He, he doesn't want to do that like, entire take <laughs> like morons out and out in the, the real world. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, you just got to know, you got to know when, when to bet on the dirty birds. This is the week. This is the week, my friend. Um, Godspeed. You know, hopefully huh? I, I didn't like it last week. I didn't like it last week, Matt. I gave you crap. I didn't like it last week. You proved me like wrong. It. Yeah. Hey, so it, if Lamar Jackson just stayed healthy, I'm telling you that would have been, Man, we would have mm, oh, been in there. Oh, we would have been in there. Yep. Yeah. But Tyler, Tyler Huntley did his best. Tyler Huntley did his very best. A valiant effort. A valiant effort, nonetheless. Let's do the um, specials. Let's do the specials this week. Any leans before we do that? Um, leans for me, like I said, Denver was on my list. Philly, uh, that, if that number didn't go up, um, they were a possibility in there. Uh, and then, yeah, your other pick of Seattle was my other one. So, kind of at least you know on the same page on some of these games yeah feeling that one um as i said oh i am i was very close with the bears there's a good chance that i i hate it but i i 
am very close to getting a home dog against the Vikings who get a ton of time off. Like I, I, I don't like the Vikings right now. I don't like their vibe. Yeah. They're, they're a tough team that I, I mean, getting three and a half points at home. Vikings love finding a way to lose games, letting teams back in. I mean, we've seen it all season long. Like they, they really are bad at closing out a game uh, in, a, in a tight matchup, obviously a divisional game here. So that one's gross, but you might have to be on that side. Very gross. And then uh, the Giants as well. But the Giants, we don't bet on bad teams. It just feels like a lot of points against the Cowboys in, in uh, the Meadowlands, cold New York. Like, I don't like the way Dak is playing. Um, may be on that on Sunday, but it's going to be a very, very close call. And the other one, too, at, not to be super disrespectful, but <laughs> like the Dolphins, I mean, Zach Wilson's just like, the Dolphins team has been playing better now. And like, I just haven't, we haven't talked about them in a little while, I feel like, but they're playing a lot better. And Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a big lay in, lay in <laughs> hey, 10 hey, with the Miami hey, Dolphins is a hey, lot. I can do it with the Bucks, not with the Dolphins. Hey, I just picked up Tua Tago can't throw the ball in fantasy football. <laughs> okay. You should have picked up Taysom Hill. You just told me he's not going to score any points. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, just, I thought I would think that this morning. I go, man, I wonder if Taysom Hill do anything. Matt's going, no, he's not. How, who's he going to throw it to? Who's he going to throw it? I know. Who's, he's going to run it himself is the only thing he's going to do. Yeah, Tua will do the same thing, so. Yeah. Matt is trying to just single-handedly sabotage Lou in his quest to win our fantasy league. Me and Matt are playing in the loser's bracket championship. So um, that's the way our season has gone. It's a vicious fight for seventh place for us. Yeah, there you go. Um, I'm, I'm about ready to just drop everybody bombs right before kickoff on Sunday. Yeah, like, ca- like chaos happened in the semifinals. Yeah. No, 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 no. There is no collusion outside of one man in our league. he who will not be named Mm. um let's go to the specials under the weather this week um i mentioned it a little bit just a second ago i like the under 44 and a half in the cowboys giants game i think that this game is going to be a wind tunnel we're looking at 40 degrees 10 to 20 mile an hour winds 15 mile an hour sustained and let me tell you something right now the giants offense stinks their defense is actually pretty decent it's, it's, it's decent. I would say it's average to maybe slightly above average. But I'll tell you something else, too. The Cowboys' defense has been out of their minds the last few weeks. Last three weeks, the Cowboys' completion percentage, opponent's completion percentage, number two in football, and opponent's completion percentage for them. Um, other things that they've done the last three weeks, I'm looking at it here. Number five in defensive passer rate, 67.6 last three weeks for the Dallas Cowboys. They have been incredible. Uh, They're forcing a ton of turnovers. Micah Parsons is probably, is Micah Parsons the defensive player of the year? Yeah, easily. He said something, Michael Irvin's on first take, talking something he's had nine sacks in the last three games, I want to say, which seems crazy, but he's he's taken taken an insane leap um, in these past like three or four weeks that he's had, I think, eight or nine sacks. So, I mean, he's, he's unbelievable. He has more sacks, more tackles for loss, I believe more quarterback hits and pressures than Khalil Mack had in his NFL Defensive Player of the Year in 2016. And he's in week 15. So, like, it's he's been unbelievable. He might win it. 
Uh, there's a lot of talk about who might win it. TJ Watt is in the conversation. Uh, JC Jackson's in the conversation. There's a lot, but I think Miles Garrett. I think Miles Garrett's. I think he's really the one who's going to get it. Yeah, he's clearly defensive rookie of the year, but Micah Parsons has a shot at defensive player of the year. But anyway, I do like the Cowboys defense and the way it has played the last few weeks. I'm not crazy about Dak. I have said it for three weeks. I, I think the ball is coming out wrong. That interception was one of the worst throws I have seen him throw in his career. Uh, at the end of that game, they pick six. By the way, there's another one for us being on the freaking Washington football team and they miss an extra point. I mean, we walked right into that one. I mean, hook, line, and sinker, man. That was brutal. Yeah, we were suckers of the line move. We saw that jump to six and a half and we both, I think it was like a simultaneous text, like it's six and a half. How do we not take Washington football today? <laughs> yeah. Just, but it was like, yeah, like it was, it was a mind meld on Sunday. So, and it, yeah, that was a, uh, that was another screw job. Yeah, you were getting, you were getting hit each and every way on Sunday. Everywhere, everywhere. Washington, Cleveland, the Giants teasing us with the onside. It, it was terrible. Um, so, Cowboys, Giants under 44 and a half with the wind at the Meadowlands. Let's do some magic. Let's make some magic pull a rabbit out of a hat i know that you have said the last few weeks that you have kind of stopped big game hunting uh after our big afc south money line parlay hit a couple weeks ago colts and texans plus 1550 i think it was do you think that is maybe hindering a little bit uh the last couple weeks you think i gotta i, I gotta go back to the old me uh, i don't know i feel i that's what i'm feeling i feel like if we're gonna win if we're gonna obliterate the units we're already up we're going to win for the year if we're going to obliterate we might as well obliterate well you just might cause me to pivot now my friend and what we had in there what we had in there was and this team will be remaining seattle seahawks i did love that seattle seahawks pick i I like their value on the money line plus 175 real nice juice on that one and then i was taking it a little more mild and i had the pittsburgh steelers in there but let's just run some numbers really quick um, with our friends over at uh, FanDuel. And if you were to happen to pair the Seahawks with the Atlanta Falcons, it's plus 1025. (laughs) And it sounds like Dan is endorsing me here. And I, how do I not take advantage of putting it on the books that we got? It's a bird parlay, too. I mean, we got, it's a we freaking got birds of war. We got the birds of war out this week with the Seahawks and the Falcons, and it's just going to get dirty. <laughs> oh, give me those dirty seabirds and the dirty birds themselves. I love it. So, Seahawks, Falcons? Seahawks, Falcons is the official parentheses put one in with the Steelers maybe a little round robin with the three of them maybe a little round robin with the three of them sounds like a good idea to me now I'm just pushing levers whatever the dog I'm just yeah. give me all the dogs Merry Christmas to me I got puppies that's what I got <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it I love it okay last thing before we get out of here we have to talk to the Oracle he's got to bet the narrative he looks to the to the skies what do the stars tell you lewis well mr 11 and one 
after I finished my rain dance and I uh, awoke <laughs> and uh, took my backwards PJs off and took my spoon out from under my pillow, I uh, <laughs> listen, if no one else is going to do it, I don't understand what the deal is. I don't get it. <laughs> Have I lost my mind? Am I getting cocky? Tell me, am I getting cocky? The Patriots plus two and a half. What are we doing? What are we doing? So is it better so, than have just bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Patriots? <laughs> I've been spoon feeding you a Patriots Tampa Bay Buccaneers Super Bowl for a couple weeks now. Okay. Because the narrative of narratives is Tommy Brady versus old Billy Belichick. Right or wrong? What's the current negative? There that, is. The I, saw, I saw it on ESPN all week last week. Uh, let me ask you both this. Uh, don't rush to answer, but it's a, is Carson Wentz a good quarterback? Uh, he's known so, to poop his pants. Is Josh okay. Allen better? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so have good. anything else for you. But we're can we, can we say? I would, okay. I would like it way better if it was the three, which I might buy the half a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teaser. Just, just making sure. Uh, yeah, come on. Let's go. So the so the narrative this week with Colts Patriots, and I've already seen it. So I actually kind of am now starting to think about this, and it's starting to convince me, Lewis. The Colts are still butthurt from Deflate Gate. They still are. I see it in the articles all over the Indiana Star this whole week. I'm seeing it. They're writing columns left and right about I hope the Colts fans boo the Patriots. Like, but they're not going to boo. Like, I can see the narrative being Colts trying to exact old time revenge. It's our time now. We're better. Like, how Patriots. long ago was that? Now that that feels like a long time ago. Now. It was forever ago, and they're still bringing it up. Ah, just write some other story. That's not the narrative it, this week, okay? Get over it, okay? Tom Brady's in Tampa Bay now. He's the one with the deflated balls, right? It's not Mac Joe, or you know, it, Mac Attack. It's because they're a losing franchise with loser pedigree that I said earlier. They just have a losing pedigree and culture in Indianapolis. They are the helpless saps. Thanks. Drug addict owner. There you go. Um, Hey, slander. (laughs) I can say it. I'm, I, I, I root for new England. I can say it. Um, That that is, uh, that makes sense to me. Okay. I'm betting the Patriots as well. I'm going to make it my sixth. Oh, twist his arm. Twist his arm. He's got to bet the Patriots this week. I didn't have to do anything. Patriots has a dog. He was going to do it anyway. I didn't have to make it the bet. It's so true. All over the Patriots regardless. Come on. Plus two and a half. What are we crazy? Are we literally? Plus one second. Second week in a row, the Patriots have been dogs on the road. So a primetime spot again, second week in a row after two weeks off for Belichick. Uh, exactly exact, off a buy off exactly a buy. off of a buy he's gonna go all right here's what we're gonna do we're gonna put we're gonna stack 11 in the box everybody's gonna be in the box <laughs> yeah, i don't care what carson wentz does he's gonna throw it out he's gonna throw it right to our guys i'm not worried about it uh matt judon go ahead get, get back there it's no they're fine they're fine i have i have some numbers because again this was borderline pick for me um Bill Belichick as a road dog since 03 27 14 and 2 I mean, it's pretty good. All right, lock it in. Do, do, has a couple of units, pretty couple of units, couple of units good. here. As, you know, yeah. he's Bill Belichick. He's Sometimes the public's right. 
Sometimes the public's right. I can't be wrong on everything. <laughs> That's that is very true. That's the narrative. All right. Thank you, Lewis. Uh, every week you at least make me you make it easy for me every single week because I know it's either Bucks or Patriots. It has and been it's, a couple weeks now. <laughs> literally, literally, but it's eleven and one. So am I gonna say no? <laughs> like what like come on? Yeah. So um Patriots plus two and a half is the pick matt you want to run down your picks real quick before we say goodbye yes so we go back again we just go from betting good teams to just being gross so we, we got packers minus four and a half to the houston texas plus three and a half against the jaguars and that dead head coach that they got pittsburgh plus two um tampa bay minus ten and a half and Atlanta plus nine. Those last two could not be just different picks. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite spectrums here with those teams. Um, I'm with you on the Packers. Here is my number five pick. Seattle plus four and a half at the Rams. Love fading the Monday night winner. We're mind melding with the Steelers at plus two at home against the Titans. Broncos. Let's get a win. Let's get a big win in mile high against the Bengals. Minus two and a half. And we are mind melding. Uh, gross but we're mind melding with the falcons plus nine at san francisco under the weather is the giants and the cowboys at under 44 and a half the magic money line parlay magic money line parlay seattle atlanta plus 10 25 i have a feeling that's gonna be caching but we'll see I can hope so. That talk about being up, you know, push, push us up over 30 units on the year. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Happy Hanukkah, Marv. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be so good. Happy Hanukkah, Marv. It's going to be so good. Uh, favorite movie of all time. Fa- favorite Christmas movie of all time. Okay. I say I, I've checked out so this, so far. I'm sure. You, so again, you've been locked in a dungeon. So I'm sure you've been. Have you done just knock the Christmas movies out this week or no? Uh, Home Alone 2 was watched. There's no question. So before I knew I had COVID, I actually snuck out to see the new West Side Story um, in theaters, which I, it's my favorite musical ever. So I went out and saw it. I thought it was very good, eight and a half out of 10, and then watched the old West Side Story. So I might have to re-up Elf. I might have to do Grinch, yeah. Stone Christmas, you know, those things. But um, maybe, who knows? Maybe I'll throw in, uh, what's his name? Uh Yukon Cornelius or something will, will oh, pop I, up on my screen. Fantastic, fantastic. No, I was gonna say the ones we've gotten through this so far, so far in the in the holiday season. We did watch Elf yesterday. Um, um, not a year without a Santa Claus yet, but that is coming. That is it. That is a big one. Uh, we we fired up a little Christmas vacation, uh, which is another classic. You can't beat it. And uh, I managed not to go full Clark Griswold on my tree this year. Usually, it is like way too oversized for the space, but got a reasonable tree myself this year and I watched jingle all the way for the first time. Never okay. seen it. Never seen an Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's pretty good. I liked it. So I have actually never seen the, the vacations. I've never you, seen them. Oh, so, gotta, fi- gotta fire up Christmas vacation yeah, tonight. I, I, tonight. I might have, to, I might have to throw it out just, just to see what it's all about, you know? And, and so that I'm a big, uh, I like the Christmas story, all that. Of course, the Muppet Christmas Carol will be playing not, even a doubt about that one so i'm uh, gonna enjoy my michael kane muppet christmas as well we'll have to do something a christmas special of some sort next week maybe a top a top five movies or songs or some sort yeah we will correlate the picks with the christmas movies 
I love that. (laughs) (laughs) So get creative. Get creative. I'm going to be back in Connecticut next week, so get creative. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much for listening every week to The Sunday Card. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to us on Sports Country Radio. That's at sportscountry.net at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 5 p.m. on Saturday. Remember to listen Saturday because there are games on Saturday night this week. So Browns, Raiders, we didn't pick it, but Pats, Colts, remember, we're taking the plus two and a half of Lewis with the Patriots. And then on top of that, Sunday morning, you can listen again at 11.30 a.m. on the Sports Country Radio. For Matty Ice, Matty C. Matt Sumford, and for our esteemed producer, Lemon Pepper, Luperacona, I am Dan Zapano. We thank you for listening to the Sunday Car.